Well, as we know, alcohol legislation passed overnight. And joining me on the line is the CLP's member for Barclay, Steve Edgington. Good morning to you, Steve. Good morning, Katie, and good morning to all the listeners. Now, Steve, that legislation passed, as we all know, overnight. Um, what difference do you think it's going to mean for the Barclay region? Well, in reality, uh, what it means is that uh, places like uh, Elliot, uh, Borroloola, uh, they have town camps here. There's a number of uh, smaller outstations as well, which will revert back to being... Uh, dry areas so to speak so really what this legislation has done is uh, set uh, the territory and particularly in the Barclay set us back around about five years because the measures that uh, come into play now under this new legislation should have been put in place uh, uh, a long time ago the Riley report uh, clearly outlined a pathway forward which the Labor didn't Labor Party never followed um Steve can I ask we spoke to the Mount Isa mayor last week who'd said that hundreds of people have flocked to town since the end of January predominantly seeking grog how are things on that front in tenant I know that you guys do have further restrictions in place but has there been much of a change from your perspective Well, if you look over the uh, years, uh, you know, we go back to 2018 when uh, emergency restrictions were put in place uh, by the Minister at the time and that was uh, uh, an inquiry held by the Liquor Commission and those restrictions were put in place. But over the last, uh, you know, four years, what we have seen is a a continuing high level of crime. But at the same time, we've also seen, uh, you know, heavy drinkers, uh, we know, and I've heard that there are many people from the Barclay that have uh, moved to Mount Isa over the last few years. Yeah, look, I think, uh, you know, there's no doubt that everybody's sort of wondering what is going to happen over the coming months. But, there, you know, there does seem to be a sense that uh, that certainly these restrictions were needed. So it is a good thing that, uh, you know, despite making sure that those concerns were raised in Parliament overnight and late yesterday, that the legislation has passed. Um, Steve, I know that you also, you gave notice yesterday in Parliament of, I believe, moving a motion to introduce a select committee into spending of federal funds in the bush. Why did you make this move? Well, Katie, uh, yes, I'll I'll be uh, moving that motion this morning, but, uh, you know, with the uh, latest alcohol restrictions and uh, we know that there's over a billion dollars that comes into Central Australia in the Barclay every year. What we want to find out is exactly where that money's going. We did write to the Prime Minister back on the 1st of February and we haven't had a response from the Prime Minister so we need to keep pressing ahead with this and today I'll be moving that motion. Steve, how likely are you, do you think, to get any kind of support, like bipartisan support on this? Do you think it's actually going to happen? I mean, I think it's a really important thing to make sure that that money is going into the right places and that it is being invested where it's supposed to be. Well, it certainly should be. And uh, if we look at uh, just over the last uh, six years, Katie, there's been, you know, we're still experiencing high crime rates, uh, in prison rates are high, there's still health issues, education, and there's still massive levels of unemployment and alcohol issues. We need to get to the bottom of where this money is going, but we need to make sure that it's going to where it's needed most. So I would hope that uh, Labor would support this motion today because this is important for the Northern Territory as a whole. If we want to move forward over the next uh, you know, two, five or ten years, we need to make sure that every dollar that's coming to the Territory is being used in an effective and efficient way and making a difference for people right across the Territory. Steve, how exactly would it work? 
Well, what we would do is uh, a select committee uh, would be formed. There'd be, uh, you know, under the uh, normal rules, there'd be three government members, two opposition members and an independent member. Yep. What we would do is, uh, through that select committee, examine what programs are being funded and determine how much money is going into those programs. But the important part is to identify whether those programs are actually benefiting Aboriginal Territorians, particularly in remote areas. And is that money sufficient or should that money be used to, for other programs? These are important issues that we need to get to the bottom of. Look, I think it's... I do actually think that this is something that that needs to happen. I do think that we've got to make sure when we've got such an enormous amount of taxpayers' money being invested, uh, you know, out into the bush, that that money is being invested in a way that's improving the lives of of Territorians. And, uh, and to me, it seems like a really important thing to do. Um, but h- how soon are we going to know whether this does indeed get across the line or not, Steve? Well, we should know uh, first thing uh, this morning, Katie. You know, uh, Parliament starts at 10 o'clock. Hopefully I'll be uh, first up this morning to move that motion. So, uh, you know, by the time I get through the motion and uh, hopefully through my speech, uh, we should have some idea very soon whether the government will support this important uh, uh, work that this committee needs to do. Well, we will no doubt hear a little bit more throughout the morning. It sounds like you've got a very busy morning ahead of you. Steve Edgington, thanks so much for having a quick chat with us. Good on you. Thank you, Katie, Thank you. and uh, all the best to all your listeners. Thanks, mate.